can't wait for the next season of Milo Murphy's Law. Can you? Right, we're enthusiastic now. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the show must go wrong. So, uh, so uh, we're done. <laughs> like, I don't know how to say this, but like, okay, now, no, there is a very slim chance they may pick it up for a third season. By which I mean there's a, like, zero chance they're going to pick it up for a third season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't see why Disney would really want to. I mean, the finale did outdo Star's finale in the in the ratings, but, like, come on, who cares? <laughs> I'm still perplexed at why that even happened, though, because, like, Star, they've been promoting Star way more than My Life, but somehow the My Life finale gets more views. I think Star's um, fan base is, like, older, and they watch it, you know, on the internet instead. I think that's probably... Pirates! Not just pirates, but, like, Disney Now and Hulu. Like... Okay, that's fair. Like, the kids are going to watch it on TV, but... Again, this is, like, the older demographic is shifting to streaming. It doesn't mean anything. Milo didn't... it's, It's not getting another season. Like... Okay, so are you saying that Milo appeals to the kiddos more? Not necessarily, but I think it is... I think a lot of, like, older people don't watch it. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, because, I mean, like, it's funny, though, because, like, with Phineas Webb, they made a big deal about how... It's got, you know, material that, you know, can appeal to adults as well as kids, but... And while I was sort of written in that same way, but yeah. Yeah. Well, so we had, we've got like nothing else. This, this show's over. Like this is our final episode. We're not going to do any more. Uh, <laughs> maybe for the movie. Maybe we'll see. We'll see about the movie. But, um, so we got eight, eight, no, no, wait, no, nine, nine episodes. Okay. This is the last one to talk about, huh? Yeah, so the first one's a Safety First and Cavendish Unleashed, right? Yeah, Safety First and Cavendish Unleashed. Okay. I want to talk about um, how Scott said, I'm not being chauvinistic, you have an actual expiration date. That was a real line in this TV um, show. Wait, which, which episode was that? Safety First. Right, right, right. I'm just, I can't remember it, which I guess says something, but right. yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm just looking at my the Tumblr watching my my commentaries. I watched it and like I literally just watched better Milo Murphy's Law than actual Milo Murphy's Law. <laughs> you episodes have serious competition. Um, Doctor Duvenschmartz, you know that guy. Yeah, that guy, what about... Um, he dabbed. Uh, thanks for reminding me of that. Yeah, I just, I just don't want anybody to forget that that actually happened. Um, also, um, is it, is it all, like, cool and stuff, except not cool at all? Right, you know, he was being a hip gangster dude, and it's it, it, it didn't work. Yeah, like, I guess they might have intended it to be ironic, but still, it wasn't funny ironic. It was just bad ironic. Like, 
doof was like really annoying here like i know that was the point but like still it yeah because like even the other characters show it but yeah what are you saying and then at the end when he shows up in the bubble and milo's like what are you doing in my bubble it's like are they even unaware at this point of what they're doing to the show like is this are they making fun of themselves intentionally who even knows anymore i can't like this is all wrapped up in so many layers of irony that i don't even know do i actually like this show or not it's the theme song takeover all over again right like it's at a certain point it's like so unbelievably like ironic that it can't possibly be unintentional and yet at the same time they show absolutely no signs of stopping yeah, they like it doesn't. They don't really show that self awareness. Pointing out your flaws, do not erase them. Yeah, it's I don't know. Miley Murphy's Law, the master of postmodern cartoons. I okay. I do like that we got some sort of Elliot backstory. That wasn't. I actually. Take. I actually have a mixed feeling on on that part. Actually, um. Yeah, it's really, I've only got stuff about, you know, doofenshmirtz and stuff, but I guess for me with Elliot, I felt like he was paid too much for laughs, because, like, this stuff seems, like, seriously traumatizing for him, but it just feels like, it feels like it's sort of, like, you know, mocking that in a way. Yeah, like, trigger warning Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, Milo Murphy is for our snowflake SJWs. Well, I mean, I like Elliot. I think he's a fun character, and it was nice that he got, you know, one last episode. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else for safety first? Um, not really. My thoughts are mainly just about, you know, how bad Doof was and, you know, how Elliot left me with mixed feelings. Mm. So Cavendish Unleashed. Yeah. Zack still has a foot fetish. Um, the, what was he doing with the feet again? Foot dexterity. He took a class on foot dexterity. Well, I mean, it's a skill. It's a skill, yeah, but it's a foot-related skill. Was he particularly enthusiastic about it compared to the other skills? I think so. It was his primary one. Okay. Um, at Milo Riders, what the hell? Right? <laughs> like, this is not the character trait I want you to focus on. Yes. Um, the main thing I was thinking about in this episode was just how bad that waste joke was, the vlogging one. They did it like three times, and it t- lasted yeah. so long. Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was like. It was like. It was like a. It was like the worst of Family Guy, except how got into this show. Right, like it just. It just kept going and going and going. They just really hammered it in a little too hard, and it just it really wasn't funny. Yeah, like and for like the first two times, it was. The exact same joke. It was no even slight subversion to it. It was 100% reused animation there, too. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, and even when they change it to the mayor and change the actual punchline at the end, it's still bad because it's just, you know, so drawn out and using that same bad setup. And like, okay, well, as long as we're talking about the mayor, I know we've talked about this before, but what the fuck happened to Roger? He died. He died. Roger Doofenshmirtz has been impeached because he was found guilty of tax evasion. Okay. Um, maybe he's part of Donald Trump's cabinet. I mean, considering that Finney's and Ferb takes place in the summer of 2016, you could actually be right. Honestly, I've completely lost track of the timeline at this point, so... I think they have too. <laughs> Fair point. Because, like, we're going to see this in the very next episode. Like, the Perry and Doof cameo in First Impressions, like, that was seven years ago, and Perry looks older than he did five years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, let's see. Anything else for this episode first? Um... Why do you think the Italians had that large boy? Um, I have no idea. It was just an alien He was just thing. a friend. He just wanted to keep a friend. Yeah. That's anyway, yeah. Thing. So yeah, first impressions. All right, all right. Um. So yeah, first let's let's go back to the stupid retcon with Doofenshmirtz and Perry. Like, how did that not slip past anyone? Did anyone? Did like? Did nobody go and say, hey? Watch across the second dimension, literally like the first five minutes. This is just them trying to be a show that rewards you for paying attention and having, you know, like an arc to it and like just continuity, but it gets it all wrong. Yes. Yeah, so, what did Perry regress in age? There's two Perry the plot of. That's why Doofenshmirtz had platypus DNA in the cloning machine already, because he already cloned Perry the platypus. The clonator wasn't um, perfect five years ago, so it made him into a baby, and he was adopted by Phineas and Ferb there. Hashtag. Hashtag. Something. All right, there we go. Hey, Dan Povenmire, I'm doing your job for you yet again. Yeah. But I mean, seriously, like... It's such a basic thing to screw up. I don't know how that slipped past. Um, like, did I just not parry the platypus in Super Smash Brothers? Yes, sauce. The, they were playing a video game at the very beginning of the episode that bared some resemblance to Super Smash Brothers, and my oh right, bared some resemblance to Perry the platypus. All right, because yeah, we haven't got it enough PNF references. I think their gamer tags were cute, though. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Um. Fun fact. Um. Do you watch Bravest Warriors at all? I watched the first like three seasons. Um. Young Milo is the same voice as Catbug. Yeah, he's also the same voice as Baby Grizz. That's from We Bear Bears, yeah. right? 
Yeah, Sam Leveno, I think his name is. Something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, I'll say it's let's... cool. Um, it was cool to see the Pistachio Boys doing time stuff again. Yeah, like that. That's a part I actually liked the um, Cavendishian Dakota one. That one was all right. Um, the main one though, I wasn't as keen on mainly because I felt like Melissa's arc in the episode didn't really work out for me. It felt like there wasn't really any reason for it to suddenly go from being skeptical to just going, "Oh, I like Milo now. Okay, we're friends now. Yay!" Yeah, it's like that. That's just what kids are like, though. Kids, uh, don't, kids don't kids don't have no rhyme or reason for nothing they do okay but i mean like we're not because like this is a tv show we're not necessarily <laughs> having true. to like we're not trying to be like hyper realistic and following kid logic like oh my gosh imagine uh, let me see um how about doofenshmirt saying cool story bro he said that he said cool story bro Oh my gosh, so many memes. Meme and Schmertz. This is not Doofenshmirtz's Daily Dirt. Meme and Schmertz. Okay. I don't know, let's see, like, what, what, I don't, I don't, what, 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 what memes can we force in with Doofenshmirtz now? Um, I don't know, Doofenshmirtz versus Shaggy? <laughs> Remember when Shaggy was a meme? I do remember when Shaggy was a meme. I also remember, like, okay. I just, ever since do- you said Doofenshmirtz and memes, my mind has been going back to um when he's saying, answer this in Doof's Daily Dirt. Answer this. Answer derp face. Seriously answer this. Uh, like okay. okay. Newsflash, asshole. Dr. Duvenschmerz has been referencing memes the entire goddamn time. That's true. It's just it's just somehow gotten worse than oh, it was before. Has. Like, it feels I'm more honestly. Here. Yeah. No, it does make me wonder if I'd be able to stomach Doof's Daily Dirt at this age. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think it'd be kind of less fun now. Yeah. Um, some small things I also want to point out. Um, first, um, Murphy's Law could work even from the womb. <laughs> That's like horror right there. That's. Yeah. So, so that's um, the thing. Um, I don't want to say this, but like. Uh... Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. So it looked like the. Um... It only Murphy's Law only took effect once she went into labor. Oh, is that was that the thing? Yeah, because she was like, "Oh, it looks like we're having a boy," and like right now. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Because I was about to say, like, how early into the development cycle does Murphy's Law kick in? But then I remembered that. But I would I was gonna make a joke about what if Milo got aborted, but then, oh. <laughs> but then it doesn't work anymore. By the way, F you America right? for trying to strict for trying to make abortion harder to get. Uh. Um, the other thing I want to point is um, 
Bot is a company. Right. We have a... This is a capitalist, like, uh, dystopia. Yes, a privately owned company. Running our time travel operations. So... Oh my gosh, like, what the hell are they going to be doing with that? Uh, this is like, why Block not... has the authority to make pistachio preservation a top priority. Okay, that actually explains a lot. Yeah, and I guess I guess pistachio, I guess he wants to do it because pistachios are profitable as, as well as him being his favorite nut or whatever. The Block family was historically... A proud lineage of pistachio farmers. <laughs> and it was the Bureau of Time Travel was founded exclusively to protect pistachios. Wow, <laughs> that's my conclusion. That is my one and only conclusion from this episode. Mm-hmm. So, um. The speech debate one. I think you mean Athodecamathalon too. Fair point. <laughs> I had fun with this one. That's all I can really say. I thought it was okay. I guess it, there was nothing. There was no difference words and nothing like uh, nothing that like was terrible to me i just thought it was a fun time you know uh, yeah nothing was particularly good to me though personally is either so yeah though i will say that morowski was a mood though <laughs> also i just want to point out uh something about participation trophies yeah <laughs> <sighs> that's all just participation trophies I don't know, apparently they're, like, called a dunk on or something, so... No further commentary? No further commentary. That episode was, um... Inoffensive. Okay. Um, it's afternoon snack club, though. Oh my gosh, an episode that I actually genuinely liked in a while. I liked it, too. Yeah. So the Cybear finally came back, like I was hoping for. Yeah, and now I do sort anything. of I do sort of get what they try to go for now, even if it's a bit late to realize it. I think it's I feel like it's sort of going for like a wily coyote type character. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, it's like instead of like building up to an actual confrontation, it's setting up but failing miserably. So that, um, that you're welcome animators gag. Yeah, what about it? I just want to point it out, because <laughs> I just felt kind of lazy, but yeah, it was so, you know. False wall breaks are, like, exhausted at this point. Exactly. Yeah, um, Clancy Brown was playing basically a knockoff drill sergeant. Yeah, that's the same character. Except he actually gets a hashtag redemption arc. <laughs> Why didn't the dream drill sergeant from Phineas and Ferb get busted get a redemption arc? I don't, because he's like an... Probably because he's like a military guy and as 
everyone knows the military sucks. Right, 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 right. Mm. Finally, a use for Bradley's plant hand. What did he do with it? No, that's just, um, that's what Melissa said. Oh, right, point, right. pointing out that they haven't done anything with that. Yeah, I think Joshua Pruitt actually said that he had an idea for what he wanted it to be, but that was going to be in season three, and well... <laughs> yeah, no. That's really too bad, because I thought the plant arm was, like, an interesting concept they could have done so much with, but they didn't. Yeah, same. I feel the same with the uh, whole idea of, like, Melissa permanently being a pistachian thing that Josh mentioned. Yeah. But, I don't know, I guess real consequences is too much for Disney or something. Lindana. Oh, yes. Just when I was enjoying the episode, they had to shoot a reference in. I'll tell you, I wish it was Lindana number one demo. Huh. Because that, that is still the funniest thing to me. The existence of the Lindana number one demo. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Um, I should probably explain that because I feel like a lot of listeners aren't aware of that story. Is this a song demo thing? Yeah. Okay. So um, the song, so John Colton Berry released the second Lindana demo years ago. And a friend of mine, Spongy, I think it was Spongy. It might have been someone else commented like, where's Lindana number one? And, and John Colton Perry was like, that's never coming out. And then like last year, I just jokingly tweeted at him like, hey, where's Lindana number one? And he was like, here you go. You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't that bad. It was, I think it was pretty cool, actually. Huh. Um, another observation. Um, Bradley didn't decide Milo and Zach breakfast club roles, I don't think. Because, like, Bradley was, like... Bradley was, like, putting tropes on everyone, but I don't think he did it for Milo and Zach. Or at least I didn't get it down if it somehow went by me. Yeah, so what about Milo and Zach? Um... the The plucky optimist and the black friend oh my god is that, I mean, is that is that is that is that really how low we are for zach i mean that's like if we're gonna assign him a stereotype <laughs> fair enough like, i like zach i'm not saying i'm just like if we're gonna like what is is the former boy band star a 80s movie stereotype i don't think so what about the what about the, foot the coward? The what coward. about the coward? I mean, he wasn't in this episode though. Yeah, like, but he what, took, like he what, took control. Yeah, but he was originally making a deal of her, like, oh, I wish I was more like Milo or whatever. Yeah, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess uh, anything, so. anything else for this one? No. Okay, um, the Parks and Rec one. Um, totally don't know what that referencing is. Of course not. No, that's totally, like, super obscure. 
Yeah. Okay, I don't feel like Melissa and Amanda have had, like, enough interactions between them specifically until now. Yeah, they didn't have much, I guess. I and I, they get along better than they let on, but, you know. I thought the I thought the setup was kind of stupid, to be honest. Right. It felt it felt very um. Oh, they're the girls, and they have to fight. It felt it felt very that. Yeah. Let's have these girls compete about who can clean and organize better. Oh my god! You made it worse. That's what they did. <laughs> yep. Um, Act your age two point Zach is pro feathered dinosaur. Uh, what 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 lion? Oh, all oh, right, because he he said to think of it. He said to think of it like you look like a little dinosaur. Oh uh, yes, yes. Zach is best Milo character now. And he's but he's also in cahoots with the Marmoset League, so I think we can cancel him. What's with the Marmoset League? Because he made he was like. I'm three quarters marmoset and made marmoset noises. He's in cahoots with the marmoset league. Um, okay. That's a bit of a stretch, but okay. Well, like we haven't like this, this is, this is the series finale. We like, we gotta make references to old stuff that never went anywhere. Old running gags, like the marmoset league and the black radish underground. Those are only in one episode though. No, but they, but we mentioned them many times. Because we were gullible fools. No, because we were looking at things that weren't there. We weren't necessarily gullible. We had, you know, like if... Eh, okay, yeah, sure, we're gullible. <laughs> but I feel like Mr. Block knows more than he lets on. Bob Block, that is. Mm-hmm, the present one. Yes, current Block. It just seems like eh, he had. he knew exactly what to tell them about the... Uh, the um bone squishy thingy. Oh, that the bone squisher. Yeah, he knew it was there. Uh, mhm. Hashtag. He's um. I don't know. Oh fuck! Hash- oh fuck! I got it! I got it! I got it! Okay. That wasn't Bob Block. Was it? Was it one of the Octalians? Yes, it was one of the Octalians. Okay. That's all I got. Um, they specifically... A... I don't know. I don't know. They had no reason to do that. They didn't know the... They don't know who Dakota is. Mm-hmm. Um... Okay. Um, I guess... What was I going to say? Uh... Oh, yeah. What was the... What's the deal with this trucker guy? Just one more recurring character before we kill it off for good, baby. Yeah, like, I don't know. He's, I just, I really don't get the whole gag with him. It's, like, it feels like, it. it's another thing that feels sort of very family guy to me. It's like, it's like even, like, he talks exactly like someone out of family guy. <laughs> I hate that you're right. I yeah, like. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like, it's like. He's just saying gibberish. It, that's, and it sounds like gibberish. And it's just like, ha ha, it's funny because he's talking fast and 
on a phone and t- talking about stuff. Dad, your family guy is showing. Yeah, I feel like Dan kind of used up all his good stuff on Phineas and Ferb and is reverting back to Family Guy for the last few milos. Rip. Okay. Yeah, this one was another alright one. Googleplex Mall is enormous. That was a four-story mall. Was it this big in Phineas? I don't... I mean, probably... I feel like I remember it being two stories, though. I don't know. Maybe they had an upgrade on a bit of summer. Maybe Phineas and Ferb built extra layers. So, um... Zalissa uh, was pretty heavy in these last couple episodes. This uh, is starting to feel like a date. Oh, wait. Oh, was that... I was... I was... I was... I was all right. I, was, I had the line very written down, but I didn't have who attributed the quotes. But that was that was Melissa and Zach to each other, right? Yeah. Okay, they really were pushing it then. Um. Also, Scott and Mildred had kids, and I think that's beautiful. How does that work, though? Well, okay, so you see... When an underground boy and a milk carton love each other very much. You know what, no, I don't no. know what happens next, actually? What? Yeah, like, what's the biological process of that? Like, realistically, I think he just found a couple of pints and uh, drew faces on them. Yeah. But that's not yeah. fun. That's not funny. Like, Yeah, he just adopted them, I guess. He adopted them. The simplest lo- explanation is the most logical, as they say. Sure, yeah, but like, where are you going to find... Three tiny milk cartons in Subterranus. Anus, 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 anus. I guess people litter a lot in Danville. Right, right. Um, I just have, like, one more question. Why does Cavanpuss exist? Like, didn't they read Platyality? Uh, what's that? <gasps> you haven't read Platyality. You're in for uh, a treat. You're in for such a treat. Is this like Perry Schwartz fan fiction? Yes. Is it not safe for work? 100%. Okay, I think I know exactly what happens then. <laughs> I don't think you do. I don't, I don't think you do. I, uh, is it somehow even more absurd than the basic premise? When well, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, they don't just bone. Is it is it is it basically an adaption of that infamous Mpreg image? No. So um, it's it's the apocalypse. I'm just gonna um, real like Sparknotes version here. It's the apocalypse. Doof and Perry think they're the only two people left, so they bone and reproduce. Okay. And then Monogram shows up, and he also bones Perry. Okay. And they reproduce. <laughs> They repopulate okay. the entire planet with human platypus hybrids. Okay, so basically what you're saying is Kevin Bush Kevin Bush stole is plagiarizing a fanfic about Perry and Doof screwing each other and repopulating the earth. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, Milo Riders, show us what other not safe for work stuff you're hiding. Josh Pruitt, I wanna see your internet history. 
just real quick. <laughs> also, this episode kind of made me feel like Lydia deserved better. In what sense? I just feel like she was a more interesting character. They didn't use her enough. I guess she was always supposed to be a Marley character, but I guess the thing is, like, Allison's only just really good, so... Yeah, she was funny. She was really funny here. Yeah. Like, she does the full Velago accent and all that. Oh, yeah. Um, Melissa and Cavivus at the end, apparently they're getting along. Yeah, I mean, who wouldn't get along with Cavan Puss? Yeah. Um, and he, like, feeds him a, she feeds him a stale or something. So Milo in space. Yeah. was I'm guessing this was the episode I was going to have the baby Cavan Puss. Probably, yeah. Um, also, um, uh, Carl the intern fucks. Oh, yes. Streamer movie and chill. <laughs> but, like, but, like, here's the thing. Who is he dating? That's what we all want to know, right? Yeah, sure. Like, we all know Carl the intern fucks, but the question is, <clears throat> with whom? Yeah. So how did you feel about the whole, um, Perry Schmertz makeup oh um before that i just wanted the voice to put it out that carl's glasses were the wrong color for no discernible reason wasn't there a reason for that no he just suddenly had yellow glasses for some I reason where he had yellow glasses in another episode before this oh okay if that's the case then maybe not it. now i need to find that because i might be misremembering anyway um the parish foot's Makeup thing. Um, it it sucked. I know I didn't like it. I mean, it basically to me. I think to me it was just sort of basically. It basically just undid the conflict with a silly contrivance. It was. It basically turned from like a real issue into oh, it was just a silly misunderstanding. Harry was actually giving his pay to. Professor Time, and I mean, even if you, like, ignore whatever you feel about Professor Time, it's still pretty badly resolved, because yeah, it's, sure. it's like, who cares about, like, having to actually face your flaws and grow as people when you can just have a contrived misunderstanding to fix everything? So... Um. What is yeah. it with Doof and... What is it with Doof and Deus Ex Marketers to big plot lines this season? Because, like, in the Phineas and Fab effect, Professor Time just shows up at the end because Doof is like, hmm, maybe if I think about showing up now, Professor Time will appear and he will remember it and it's just, you know, blah, blah, blah. And here it's just like, oh, it turns out Perry was actually donating to Professor Time all along. And it's just like, eh. I found it. It was the ticking clock. Oh, as a as a Milo episode. Yeah, two hundred seven A. Oh, okay. I thought you went in Phineas and Ferb. So, uh, why is Carl suddenly wearing yellow in Marley Murphy's Law? Because he got the... new glasses. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, but, like, why the sudden colour change for no discernible reason? Fashion. A I yellow glasses. colours all the time. Like, I just got pink ones, like, a week ago. I mean, I... Blue ones, like, fashion. I mean, okay, but, like, with character design, you don't really do that sort of thing, unless it's, like, something, like, really clear, like, um, a character that actually has, like, a pretty visually obvious outfit change per episode. This is just... Oh, suddenly he has yellow glasses. Okay. I mean, of course it's really nitpicky and probably just like an animation error or some little Easter egg, but I don't know. It's still weird to me. Yeah. Um. Milo died on the way back to his home planet. <clears throat> That's all I got. Shame it wasn't Doofenshmirtz. Right? Um, let me see. Um, let me see. I've got a few other things. Um, Cavish and Dakota making up. I also felt that was a bit rushed. Oh, and, you know, sure. like it wasn't as bad as, you know, Perry and Doof's resolution, but, I mean, it was still very just tacky and underwhelming. Honestly, I don't. They they just kind of jump, rushed right into it. Like they didn't even really talk about it. Yeah, it's just like it's just like they resolve it just because they have to. Um, the um, let me see. Um, I thought the Octalian group was meant to be stuck on Earth because their ship crashed. Right, but um. Did they have escape pods in the abducting Murphy's Law? They must have, right? Because I don't remember escape pods. Or maybe I'm losing my mind because this show is... I've gotten home somehow. I guess, but still, I don't know. It it was weird. I guess it was just weird to me. Um, Blah, blah, blah. Um... One of the aliens mentions Christmas, so did the Octalians celebrate Christmas? Cone activates the escape pod despite the commander's protests. In abducting the okay. law. Okay, 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 that's good, that's good. Um, But yeah, apparently the Octalians have Christmas. Yeah, the, okay, that, that that is a more important. The Octalians have Christmas. I can't believe this. Disney is f- forcing... Forcing pro-Christmas propaganda down our throats by having non-humans Look, celebrate somebody, Christmas. Somebody has to stand up and fight the war on Christmas. Yes. Somebody has to be pro-Christian in this, you know, hedonistic society. Mm-hmm. Wait, pro-Christian but fighting the war on Christmas? No, you know, no fighting I... the war on Christmas on the Christmas side. Um, okay, then, um, I, 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 I'm against the Christmas, though. Oh, so you're anti-Christmas, huh? Yes. You would describe yourself as the anti-Christ. Um, okay, I guess, I, I guess it's confirmed. I'm the anti-Christ. Um, I'm going to bring about the end of world, of the world on Tuesday. We have an episode title, folks. <laughs> Naughty is the anti-Christ. So, um, sphere and loathing in outer space. Um, wait, I was just 
seeing if we've got anything for the last one. Um, okay, yeah, let's just go to the finale now. Sphere and Loathing. The intro was really cool. Yeah, it was. It was... Was it a sort of like a Bond, James Bond type yeah, opening theme? That, that music was really good, and that the cinematography. Yeah, it's like on a budget when it's that one scene. <laughs> yeah, like for like with the last episode and this episode, suddenly like the music is actually memorable again. I feel like Zach is the only character who like really had a big change and like by the end of this episode i feel like he's the only one that had a complete character arc in this entire show hashtag zach is best character he is he's got a foot fetish he's that's that's all i got um <laughs> okay like, the um, whole ions thing the whole ions thing it doesn't it um, doesn't really make sense to me yeah, it's it's silly, it's stupid, it's BS. Like, I think a, I think a friend of yours like sh- showed me a post on Discord you made about it. Um, and it was something like that, like how the ions are like passed on and stuff. And it was does sort of open up a lot of weird questions. Like, Apparently, they're attracted to certain genetic structures, so I guess if someone dies, they just go to someone with the Murphy gene or whatever. Like, okay, yeah, I think, I, is it the one where I said, are the ions only charged by life energy? Um, probably. Yeah, okay. So, like, if somebody dies, what happens to their ions? Where do they go? They go to another person with the Murphy gene, I guess. Okay. So, like, oh, maybe... um, why couldn't we just kill Orgolith? Uh, For the greater good. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, but first... Um, I want to murder this teenager. I really yeah, want to... Like, I was sort of thinking maybe with um. Maybe when they pass their genes onto the next generation, maybe the Murphy's Law sort of dies down a little, so it goes to the offspring, which is why it's mainly around Milo and not Martin. Martin's still got some pretty intense Murphy's Law. I mean, yes, but I mean, it's still focused more on Milo. But so are we. Okay, 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 fair. But anyway, um, back to killing teenagers. Um, Your first words was utterly useless as always. He was, I guess, but at least he wasn't annoying this episode. That's fair. And he did sort of have a couple of innators, so at least he wasn't 100% useless. He was just, you know, a klotz, as usual. But anyway, um, why do you advocate for murdering teenagers? Because, like, if Orgoluth died and her ions dispersed, there wouldn't be any more you know, cyclone of calamity. What if they just went to Milo and Milo becomes Orgoluth 2.0? Well, he knows how to handle it. Yeah, but like this would be like even worse now. It would like end the world Mm. or something. I'll tell you one thing though. I am honestly Mm. really surprised that they didn't bring Phineas and Verb in for this. 
that's actually a good point. I am thankful because, like, with all this stuff, with with the, bringing up all the iron BS again, um, I was like, oh no, they're not going to bring in the Phineas and Ferb and Ken effect again, are they? And it's like, thankfully they did it, but at the same time, it's kind of surprising that they did it, I guess. Right, like, I, I mean, like fighting, you know, fighting a big cloud of negative ions, the easiest way to do that would be with a force of positive ions. Yeah, um, and I guess it's, and then, okay, so, like, imagine if it was, like, Phineas and Ferb sacrifice the effect to, like, stop Orgaluth's ions or whatever, and then suddenly Phineas and Ferb are, like, normal now. Hmm. And it's like, oh, guess what? It was all just your ions all along, lol. Mikey Murphy's Law. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a funny gag. That was honestly really good. <laughs> um, just, I remember when they first announced the show as Mikey Murphy's Law. Man, I was excited for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with the um, uh, IODs, I guess one of the things I have is that I guess it's sort of... I guess one of my issues with it is, um, like, even if you ignore the Phineas and Verb effect, I still feel, sort of feel like it sort of, like, robs people of their agency. Hmm. Because, like, Murphy's Law, the thing that's fun is actually seeing, like, all those different scenarios and things people do that causes these chain reactions. But it's to just go, oh, Ion's zap thing and it makes thing go boom or whatever. It just... I don't know, it feels very underwhelming. Right, yeah. Yeah, and I guess and I guess it's sort of weird too with the Octalian planet that you know of course of course they mentioned about everyone had like some level of negative ions in Earth and in Milo, which I guess sort of calls back to like doof stink or cramping thing or whatever it was. Right, yeah. But like with the Octalians, apparently like there was, like, no negative ions That's with any wild. of them. Like, nothing goes wrong for anybody on Octalia. Yes, but What's up with I... That? Like, how is that... What What is that sort of society supposed to be like? If everybody wins, then, like, nobody does. Like, if, um... Okay, Syndrome. <laughs> um... Okay, but, like, what... What would a society where nothing goes wrong ever look like? I wouldn't know. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm imagining, like, I'm guessing, like, if nothing goes wrong ever, then, like, wouldn't the, they be, like, super pacifist and stuff because there'd be, like, no reason to fight? I mean, has any Octelian ever used a weapon? Um, uh, no, but they do have some level of militarization with the space fleet. I mean, is the commander really a commander of a military force or just a commander of a ship? Uh, okay, okay, okay. But, and I guess, but I mean, like, they're abducting people. They're still abducting Marlo, I mean. To, would a pacifist... Yes, but it's still without his consent. Yeah, sure. they they, they kind of realized that was wrong later on. Yes, just, but they it still... It really just didn't occur to them because it's normal procedure on their planet. 
I, oh, okay. okay. I guess it's because nothing goes wrong. You can just abduct someone and it's okay. Yeah, everyone's going to be cool with it. Wow. Oh my gosh. That would, that's, that's messed up. Like, everyone has the best of intentions anyway, but it's like, it's still like, I don't know. But, and I'm also thinking like, I'm pretty sure I saw advertising on, um, the Octalian Highworld, and I'm like, so if nothing has ever gone wrong, why is there consumerism? <laughs> Milo Murphy's Law is pro-capitalist propaganda. I mean, it, I mean, is the Phineas of Femme effect didn't sound objectivist enough. <sighs> um, Teenagers, am I right? What when, about... Okay, no. David Schmidt said that. When he spent an entire season neglecting his daughter. Oh, wow. <laughs> he saw her once in the last year. I guess. Year, but I guess. Like, you know, I, season. Yeah, yeah. I, I, guess, I guess he doesn't like Vanessa much now. Right? Because F relationships. His son, too, for that matter. Oh, uh, yeah. Norm. Because, like, who cares about robots? Right. Robots yeah, are just not like Norm's yeah, Norm's a guy. He doesn't talk about feelings. <laughs> he wants to be a real boy, at least. Yes, but he still can't talk about feelings. Zalissa confirmed. Uh, um. Oh, yeah, uh, that was actually pretty nice. Yeah, I didn't think they'd do it. I don't know, like... I saw, like, like, the, like, you know, there were, like, people who were shipping it on the crew, like, Ash, I think Josh does, I think someone suggested maybe Dan might even secretly do it, but, I mean, I can see why you didn't necessarily expect it, because, like, it was downplayed, but in a good way, I think. No, yeah, I mean, it was totally hinted towards, I just didn't think they'd commit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not the kind of show that commits, you know? <laughs> Good point. So and like I okay overall, I think I enjoyed this episode, and I feel like if the season had focused more on the Octalians and less on Doofenshmirtz, it would have been way better. Yeah, it would. Oh yeah, it, with this is Lisa. The thing was the big was Harry like encouraging Zach was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but I mean. And to my surprise, there actually were a couple of people who were kind of disappointed with it. And I was like, wait a minute, I like something more than other people in Milo now? <laughs> That's all I have for this final episode of Milo Murphy's Law. Um, okay, um, I guess we ended with them flying away hmm. and crash landing. What? What an ending to Milo Murphy's Law. Exactly. Now, because this is our final episode, I do want to look back, maybe, on some of our past ones. Yeah, okay. So, um, it's just like, uh, do you think Murphy's Law is a blocked chakra? Do you still believe that? Uh, but... They pretty much confirmed it wasn't. It was that <laughs> stupid ion thing. So we were wrong about that. Okay. 
Not uh, not a great track record so far. Um, we weren't right about Doctor Zone like at all. Doctor Zone was just a guy. Doctor Zone was a pistachio man in a rubber suit. That's why he didn't age. Except uh, I don't even think that was right because, like, with the new timeline with the. Uh, with Derek as Dr. Zoe, Dr. Zoe was a failure. Yeah. So, in the okay, normal time... No, no, yeah, so what, what, why did Norton age? I don't know. I think Josh said... I guess Josh's answer of, oh, it was makeup, is right. <sighs> there must be some pretty damn good makeup, though. All the CG effects are, like, super good. I mean, I guess Phineas and Ferb would be able to give something pretty good, but still... Okay, here's something we were right about. What? Riss Darby played a pistachian. Okay, okay. Well, that wasn't that wasn't too hard to guess, though. Um, I just want to point out one more time. Melissa Chase spent thirteen hundred dollars on eggs. The true question of the show. Why? That is the only conclusion I've ever come to that I actually care about. That is the one I'm going to... That is the hill I'm going to die on. Melissa Chase spent $1,300 on eggs. But what are you concluding with it, though? Because, like, it's just a statement of... It's just, it's just a, fact. It's a fact. I just want everybody to know that. Because I don't think people think about that enough. She spent that much money on eggs in one go. Where did she get the money? Profits from the Doctor's Own show, which her father stars in, obviously. Except that was all <laughs> debunked. <sighs> oh yeah, the whole Daddy Malson because of total disaster. Oh my gosh, Daddy Malson. I'll tell you what my favorite my favorite theory I think that we actually came up with or that I came up with that I still wish was real was that what? Candace founded the Bureau of Time Travel. Ah uh, yes, back when we were cynical about Phineas and Herbert Milo Murphy's Law, uh, and yeah, remember, I, I mean I know that speculation and stuff about like managing Murphy's Law, like what that whole. Yeah, why was Jeremy about. was there, and it was just because they were at the drive-thru. Like, yeah. Oh, and man. It's, I, wish, and it's, like, I wish this show was what we wanted it to be. <sighs> I mean, true, but I mean, it's, it's always inevitable that you're going to get stuff wrong. It's just... I guess, I guess for me though, it's like it's not so much that I'm wrong. It's to me the, the fact that I got stuff wrong isn't necessarily an issue. In fact, with the Phineas and Ferb effect, for example, I actually got a lot of stuff right, but I still ended up not liking that. It's down to like the actual quality of the storytelling. Gosh, I'm just looking through our episodes and we, uh, it's really interesting to see exactly where we just completely lose the plot. <laughs> like right now, I, I, like episode 10 is where we did the, um, the theory generator. 
And I think that's kind mm-hmm. of the turning point of when we just ran out of things. Yeah. <sighs> was that before the crossover? We saw it? That was before the crossover. Oh, wow. It was ordained from the beginning. The next episode was immediately after the crossover. <laughs> Gosh, I wonder how salty I sounded in that one. Yeah, like we discussed the implications of the effect with copious amounts of salt. Yes. But it's a very not fascist though. You were very adamant about that. They aren't. And then here we got Dr. Heinz Poochie Schmartz. Oh no. That's when the first time we mentioned Lady Krillers. Oh Lady Krillers, why did that have to exist? And then our last episode from seven months ago. No, not our last episode. Sorry. No, I miscounted. That was a few yeah. episodes ago. Parachutes Race to the Internet, Phineas and Ferb 2. <laughs> um, will we ever be free of Dr. Heinz Poochie Schmertz? No. <laughs> then we got anti-marsupial copaganda, Dan Schneider's Milo Murphy's Law, and Phineas oh, and Ferb are not fascists. <laughs> Dan Schneider, I know exactly what the Dan Schneider thing is referring to already, and I hate it. What, what is Bradley's political leaning? What are Zach's kinks? What are Doofenshmirtz's kinks? I still maintain that Bradley's an incel. He absolutely is. Like, you can just imagine him going onto, like, a Reddit or 4chan or something and complaining about how he's cucked by Milo and Zack or whatever. I think one of my proudest achievements, the episode where we pretend we haven't seen season two yet. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Oh, man. And then Phineas and yeah. are not fascists. Mm-hmm. I just, honestly, this show has been a lot of fun to, to do. It has, even if we lost our sanity doing it. We absolutely lost the plot a bit there, and I think this show's better for it. I guess. Though I guess we got more hate haters in the process. Mm, I haven't gotten a lot of hate for doing this show, honestly. I mean, that's okay. I mean, I guess that's lucky. I have seen a few slide comments that I'm pretty sure were directed at about it. Mm. Yeah, like I remember being told that like someone was like even hate listening to us. <sighs> well, it's if like, you're hate listening to us, I just want you to know that I love you. Yeah, you're still giving us views. Well, listens, actually, because this is SoundCloud. Right, yeah. Uh... Hmm. So this has been The Show Must Go Wrong, I guess. Yeah. Anything else? I don't know what we're going to do next. Okay. I'm going to start a new podcast. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mm. I don't want it to be over, but it's got to be. There's nothing else to talk about. Mm-hmm. The show's over forever. Do we, do we do the conclusions thing? We don't have any conclusions. No conclusions to make because there's no more show. Okay, okay. I mean, right? Like, well, 
there, we can't really theorize about anything, so we can't really come to any conclusions. Okay. Uh, okay, we can't even, like, force anything? If you've got something, say it. Uh, Zach and Melissa get married and live happily ever after? Yeah, sure. I'm sure they do. And maybe Armadillo happens. Oh, yeah, that one, too. But I guess that one is sort of canon, actually, because, like, Amanda and Milo are sort of, like, affectionate with each Mm, other. They're sort of a thing, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was less... I guess it was less hard confirmed than Zalissa was, but... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... You know what, my one conclusion, the one conclusion I made... Mm-hmm. Milo Murphy's Law is the show that must go wrong. Ding. This has been the show must go wrong. Yep. Go watch the Phineas and Ferb movie, Candace Against the Universe. If you're... Just go watch it when it comes out. That's the last... We're never going to see these characters again. No, we probably will. We absolutely will because they're going to make more movies on Disney now. Of course, not Disney now. Disney Plus. They're going to make more movies on Disney Plus. Obviously, they are. And they're going to milk Phineas and Ferb until it sucks. Phineas and Ferb will end up being a staple of Disney's empire, for lack of a better term. Yeah. For the rest of their days. Yes, and I'm going to hate Disney even more. Gosh. Yeah, who doesn't? Still watch all yes. of their movies, though. Like, I still watch all of their movies. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, a, that's a terrible thing. It's like, you hate this corporate monopoly, but at the same time, you can't you can't stay out of the loop of all like, the if movies. If I stopped watching everything Disney owned, I would stop watching, like, 80% of things I watch. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it'd be a big joke as well. That is a sad reality, but, like, they make a lot of movies and TV shows that I like quite a bit. Yeah. There is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Correct. So why not jump in naked and afraid, baby? Okay. And that's... That's it. Yeah, we're done. This has been the show must go wrong. Bye. Forever. I guess. I'm just sitting here watching the world burn.